Hello, and welcome to the Casa Bonita podcast, a podcast about the Denver real estate market with a side of pop culture and local history. Every week, we'll go over topics such as average days on market for a Cap Hill condo, how Thanos' infinity gauntlet would affect the real estate market, tips and tricks for making your Casa Mas Bonita, and fun facts about our namesake, the restaurant in Lakewood, Colorado, made famous by South Park, Casa Bonita. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, broker owner of Bluebird Real Estate Group with locations in Lakewood, Colorado and Boulder County, Colorado, Claire Spar. This week, I had a fun conversation with new friend Stephanie Kraft, professional organizer and owner of Blank Canvas Organizing. Stephanie shares a bit about her business and the services that she provides, including the home organizing project that she's helping me with at my house. We also talk about her short-term rental optimization service. If you've ever thought about becoming an Airbnb host, you definitely want to keep listening. Of course, we also had to discuss Casa Bonita. We explore some Yelp reviews, and Stephanie shares how she used the famous Eatertainment establishment to woo student recruits for Johnson & Wales years ago. Thanks for listening. Stick around. We met through a mutual friend someone who you used to work for and actually I worked for also because she was my real estate client. She thought that your business would be relevant to some of my real estate clients. I would love for you to share for our listeners what you do and what you specialize in and how things are going. Well, Blank Canvas Organizing is a professional organizing and decluttering business. We are based out of Longmont, Colorado. We provide residential and professional organizing services that include decluttering, professional Mm -hmm. organizing, moving preparation services such as um, pre-move downsizing, home styling, and unpacking services. Mm -hmm. And then we also offer short-term rental optimization, which Mm -hmm. is kind of a, a unique offering that blends my previous career of marketing and advertising with Uh professional organizing. I love it. It seems like you're just killing it. It's been great actually. And things have really picked back up a lot since pretty much the end of May. It's been, it's been awesome. I really could not be happier with the service that you provided us at our home. Well, that is so wonderful to hear. That like makes my world truly. And thank you for that, really. So for our listeners, I live in a multi-generation situation. It's um, my parents and my husband and myself and my son and our two dogs and five chickens and who knows whatever else the future holds. Love it. Can't forget the chickens. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, we combined two households three years ago, and we are still working through just the stuff piece of that and how to make the space work and how to just make everything functional 
without driving each other crazy. And I think that the way that you have your space laid out affects the relationships that you have with the people you live with. And so Stephanie came out and so the plan is to get to tackle this whole house. I hope you're up for it, Stephanie. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I'm, I'm committed. <laughs> we did our first chunk of 10 hours. It broken down into two five-hour days. You came over and we just did a walkthrough, right, of the whole house. And I showed you this area drives me crazy. And this area is a little bit messy, but I don't really care. And like all that. And then at the end of the walkthrough, I was like, what is the low hanging fruit? And you identified the entertainment center in our living room, which is, it's not just like one piece of furniture. It's like all these built-ins and, and we had, it was kind of a catch-all for like art and games and video games and TV stuff and internet stuff and (laughs) records and school like work (laughs) yeah uh some garbage (laughs) (laughs) all the all the just catch all little items that happen to find their home there yeah it was like it was like one of those kitchen drawers where you put like batteries and all the random stuff with like (laughs) like expanded and with a tv (laughs) yeah no it was really a cool space though um for like When you say entertainment center, like that's a exactly like you're saying. It's a lot more than what people probably know is just like the one entertainment center. Like there was more in your home with that. So that was neat. There were cabinets and shelves and just a lot, a lot to deal with, including a computer that was like connected to the TV and like sitting on the floor with cords going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that that is past tense. Thank you. Stephanie. Yay! How's it? I know. I'm so excited to hear how it's how it, it's how's been it awesome. I want to identify for our listeners. We also um, tackled in that 10 hour chunk the pantry, which is like an unusually large pantry. It's like kitchen stuff from two households. So to answer your question, it's been awesome. I feel like it's really easy to keep tidy because everything has a home. And the amazing thing is I went in looking for this family version of Cards Against Humanity and I was looking for it the other day and I found it in one of our little boxes that you labeled for us. And I opened up the, took the lid off of the box and it was like, beautiful inside I didn't even see it until then so it's like I have these little gifts waiting for me to discover just like you hadn't looked inside the box yet no oh great I use boxes and it's not like I assumed you were doing this it's just like this is my brain like if I have a box with a lid on it it's like you don't want to look in there (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, you tuck it away. You like just get it, get it in there and (laughs) shut the lid, right? Yeah. And I looked at this box and it was like Martha Stewart had come over to my house. Oh my gosh, that's so great. (laughs) Yes. Peace in a box. (laughs) Oh, well, I am glad that it brought you that little moment of excitement and joy. And of course, I was like, there was no one to share it with except for my nine year old kid. And he doesn't get it yet, you know. I oh. think someday he will, but now hey, is not no. the time. That makes me happy that like it even <laughs> caught you by surprise. That's great. And of course, the pantry has been amazing. I go in there probably like five times a day. 
so pretty frequently, <laughs> but I would just dissociate. <laughs> yeah, you really didn't want to go in there. Like it was oh, not no. a pleasurable exper- experience for you. Mm-mm. And now I can go in there and take my time and look around at what we have to make dinner plans or, you know, put together a snack or just whatever. And I don't I don't feel like I'm avoiding it, which is amazing. Yes. You know? Oh, that's wonderful. Yay. I would say the biggest surprise benefit from this is it started momentum in the household. And at first I was like, okay, Stephanie's coming over. She's getting stuff done. I'm going to, I'm going to do a little bit. I'm just going to do like 10 minutes today and then 10 minutes tomorrow and just a little bit here and there. And then my husband started doing it. What? Yeah. On his own? Yes. And then he'll be like, did you notice anything? <laughs> Test. Testing. And I'll be like, oh, you made the bed. Thank you. And he's like, and <laughs> that's great. And I'm like, oh, put the laundry away. And <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Isn't that great? That's like, so good. Uh, you got to celebrate the wins, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. Yeah. I feel like that's not the first time I've heard something like that, where once we kind of get things moving and you can start to see just like that transformation happen, mm-hmm. it, it just is exciting. But also it's cool that there's kind of that additional motivation now to, yeah. I don't know, just look at things in a different way and kind of want to take different steps to do yeah. things that you might not have done before, but yeah. you don't even know why maybe, but yeah. I feel like that's great. Thank you so much. It's amazing. It's an amazing difference. And I feel like I can do this. I mean, okay, so I'm 38 years old and I have wanted to have a home that feels like thought was put into it for as long as I can remember. And before you first came over, but we were talking and like planning and scheduling. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know, this might actually be in reach. This might actually be doable. And it's just... It's, it just makes a huge difference and it, and it clears my head, you know, like there's more that I can focus on. Good. It's amazing. Oh, well that, that just literally like lights me up truly. And that's, <laughs> it is totally possible and it's in reach. Um, yeah. That's the thing, you know, for so many people, it really is just this very kind of scary intimidating, overwhelming thing, but honestly it's possible. And the fact that you have just taken the step back to also realize you're ready and you want that it's going to help even more long-term and I'm thrilled for you. And honestly, I think it's, it's going to be really wonderful just to continue to see how it all comes together over time. Like, of course it's not going to happen overnight, but it is this slow and steady transformation. Like understanding, finally understanding that I can change my habits incrementally is this huge relief. I think part of the reason I was so daunted by just taking on organizing the house for so long is because I'm like, oh my God, I need to change like every habit I have in my whole life. (laughs) No way. No, not the truth. (laughs) So if somebody is looking around their space and they're feeling overwhelmed and they want to like beautify it and make it more organized, what advice would you give them to help them get started? 
I would say you still need to be you at the end of the day. And you don't have to change every part of yourself and the way you live or have lived to this point in order to make it something that just makes your life easier and helps you breathe a little lighter. You know, it's just these small little things really, to me, it's that self-awareness piece that truly I feel like helps people just bring attention to, okay, why do I feel this certain way when I come in here? Or why am I frustrated that this vision that I have in my head doesn't reflect that in reality? You know, how can I get there? And I I would just really say it's those baby steps and just being more aware of those things of what you're used to doing Mm -hmm. and just making maybe just, just even how you said with, you know, your husband taking notice and like making the effort to make the bed in the morning. That's not even something that has to deal, do with organization or decluttering, but it really is. Beautification was a good word that you used of kind of your space, but also it keeps the space tidy Mm -hmm. Um, and it really will just allow you to kind of have these small little behavior changes that you just maybe didn't think twice about or make effort to do before. You'll, I think once you go through the process and just start to make a point that like you're committed, you're ready to see this change through. Mm -hmm. It all starts to come together. And I'm, I don't want you to, you know, I'm not coming in to tell you, you have to do things a certain way. I want to figure out what makes sense to you and what is going to make sense with how you live your life and what your routine is and what you enjoy. And we can craft the space around Mm. all of that. And There's never one right way to do it. That's what I really love about the work I do is I want to collaborate with you and do something and help make it something that you really enjoy and that it can be something that you continue without me there Mm -hmm. and not feel like it's this whole new life that you have to keep up with. Yes. I love your description, crafting the space. So you had the opportunity, I'm calling it an opportunity, hopefully it wasn't <laughs> a burden, to listen to one of my early episodes. I think it's going to be my 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 first episode. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. My conversation with my good friend Daria, who does Airbnb, um, well, short-term rentals is the formal term, Airbnb slash short-term rental, something that comes up pretty frequently. Um, my husband and I have a property that we rent out on Airbnb and VRBO, and it's been a great experience for us. You offer a short-term rental optimization service, and I was curious to know what does that mean and how did you get into it? Yeah, for sure. I like to think of it as something that kind of was born out of my past life in marketing and advertising, as well as what I'm doing now with Blank Canvas. Mm-hmm. So it really is like a marriage of the two worlds that I live in. I personally am a big fan of using short-term rentals whenever I can. We actually went to Europe last year and half the places we stayed at were Airbnb properties. Oh, that's cool. And we just were, you know, we like to have that more local experience whenever we can. So really, um, I just kind of have personally, even before like the birth of Blank Canvas Organizing, Mm -hmm. I was just noticing over the years that as I was going through and just looking at a number of different properties all over, Mm -hmm. there was just a number of them where I was like, 
oh man, like I can totally see the potential in that property, but the photos aren't doing it justice or the lighting or the decor or a number of different factors that I was like, wow, those are such small little tweaks that they could make to Mm -hmm. really get a bigger ROI on having a property and listing it and being a host. And truly I've had some really awesome experiences just being a guest at a short-term rental Mm -hmm. that that makes a huge difference. Do you have like one place where you stayed that was just really memorable. They just set it up in a really amazing way. Yes. I'll focus on one of the places we stayed at in Italy. Uh We were in Florence. It was one of those things where everything didn't necessarily go perfectly in terms of like us getting there on time Uh or, you know, (laughs) being able to get in. We, We got there early, so it kind of threw off things. But to me, it was more of how well the host communicated with us and how they responded yeah coupled with their service like when we got there there was like a small local just like bottle of wine waiting for us with maps you know of the local area and all the instructions for the house of like little nuances of things to you know do or keep in mind when we were at the house and uh-huh. it was just very personal and it felt very unique and yeah. those little touches made a difference what helped the most too was when we walked in it was exactly what we saw in the photos that we chose uh-huh. you know why we chose the property everything was identical so i felt like we were really walking into what we were presented mm-hmm. and that that also made it feel reassuring that it wasn't something we were surprised by. And it was great. Just a combination of all of that. Um, And they also had a cute little guest book where you could write a little note Mm -hmm. about your time there. And, you know, if you had any tips for future people that came to stay and all of the above, I think that all just really stood out to me as a fabulous experience. That's awesome. I take, so I guess I've stayed at a few short-term rentals over the past few years. My husband's always the one who books them. So I never look at the pictures, but I guess there you go and not all of them are what they present themselves to be. Yeah. Or that as well as they could probably get so much higher occupancy when you're going to, you know, photograph a home to be put on the market. You also want to make sure that the photos are really going to stand out and be something that people not only become intrigued by, they instantly want to come and have a showing in person. That's exactly that same idea with a short-term rental. Your online presence is what is going to make people decide to save your property to either book instantly or go back to, and it's going to continue to stand out compared to the others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pictures are everything. (laughs) Yeah. It's just amazing what a difference it can make when, when the lighting is off. Yeah. What is the process for your short-term rental optimization service? I love to just come in and if, you know, a short-term rental property owner contacts me, Mm -hmm. I come in kind of similar process as far as, you know, wanting to see the space and also address what is going well, what Mm -hmm. could be better. 
And me walking through the space really helps get a full evaluation of the property. And I really also look at the current listing as it is to date to really get a full picture of the feedback based on the reviews or who has stayed in the past and things like that. Once I do that, really that helps give me the ability to identify simple yet impactful areas for Mm -hmm. improvement. Mm-hmm. So they really can increase that ROI. Mm-hmm. Something that I've seen in recent years in homes for sale is when they have an abundance of towels in the bathroom and they're presented nicely, like neatly rolled up or and stacked or something like that. People freaking love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it... it makes sense though. If you think about it, it gives that kind of spa-like feel. Yeah, I think. totally. Really, a lot of a lot of guests are most likely choosing you over a hotel in many ways. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the reality of it. However, you can make it so that it makes people feel comfortable and that they have all the amenities that they not only will need, but that it's a neat option for them to choose and still feels that spa, you know, treated well and pampered. It's so funny. That's true, though. I never even noticed it. <laughs> Do you have any tips for people who are thinking about getting into short-term rentals? Figure out why you're wanting to do this and create a brand out of that. You don't have to be a marketing expert to really put some additional thought and care into the name of your listing, as well as how you describe the property. Really try to figure out where's that passion coming from and what is it that's going to stand out from all the other listings out there to make people like feel that personal touch and that it's an authentic property and, you know, manager, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, behind the listing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you had any bad experiences at short-term rental properties as a guest? As a guest, I really, I can't say that I've had any real experiences that have been bad, I guess. Yeah. Um, They've all been at least, you know, they've been good, like nothing Uh over the top. They've been Um, good enough. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. truly. I mean, I haven't really given any poor reviews. I'm pretty thoughtful about that kind of stuff too. And I like to give feedback, Mm -hmm. you know, if I've noticed certain things whenever we stay there. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, at least for me, I think it's kind of unrealistic to expect that it's always going to be exactly perfect, but never a bad experience actually. Well, that's great. That probably says more about you than about the places you've stayed. I mean, I'm sure the places you've stayed have been very nice, but I think some people are prone to see the glass half full and some people see it half empty, you know? So (laughs) I remember staying at this place in LA. There were a few things about it that I wouldn't want for my own personal living space, Yeah, but I just find people so interesting. And a lot of times when you stay in these places, you're staying in someone's actual home, not a sterile space that's been designed to not offend anybody. You know, I didn't go snooping around in their private stuff or anything, but it's just interesting to see how people are and how people set up their space. It it just gives you a little bit of insight into kind of what makes them tick. Yeah, I suppose I, (laughs) it wasn't like bad, but I kind of agree. And also same thing there was now that you're reminding me, (laughs) um, there was kind of a, at one property, uh, just really displayed like 
on a bookshelf. There was a picture just laying against the books. And Uh when you actually looked closely, you could tell it was just an inappropriate photo. And (laughs) they were very, they were very much like, and it was a very artistic home. There was stuff from all over the world from their travels, you know, uh-huh. like, I don't know, it didn't make us feel uncomfortable, but it was one of those things where I was like, oh man, I wonder if they even thought twice about guests catching that or looking closely enough, you know, but, yeah. and honestly, it's whatever, but <laughs> things like that, that I think some people just don't, it's their taste or their personal items that they just don't think, you know, yeah. they might have to consider when other guests are going to be staying in their house you know yeah. I'm always wanting to like push the envelope with that and Thomas my husband <laughs> won't let me I like want to prank our guests and he's like we can't do that oh my gosh I love it that's so funny <laughs> we we had some friends stay there um last I think it was last year maybe it was the year before and they had so it was a couple and their dog and their dog just like melts my heart and she had these little circular stickers with a picture of just like her husband's head (laughs) (laughs) he's smiling or something and she put them in all these random places where they're not initially really noticeable but then you like open a cabinet and there it is you know like that kind of thing and I never took those down. (laughs) I love them so much. And I kind of wish that every guest would do something like that. But I also kind of feel like, I don't know how to get it across to people what's acceptable and what isn't. And I just kind of don't want to open that can of worms. So for now, it's just going to be like friends who do it. But um, it was a delightful surprise (laughs) oh my gosh that's fantastic I love it yeah that's too funny I keep telling Thomas that I want to put like a vending machine in our Airbnb property and he's like that's just tacky (laughs) (laughs) I mean if it's all like souped up and cool and you find a like a way for it to tie into everything hey you could probably make that work I bet it would totally go that's so funny maybe if we found one of those vintage cigarette vending machines and filled it with Colorado flag themes yeah hey that see yeah those kind of ideas I feel like are so creative and make you stand out I tell you I really am a fan of this one show um I don't know if any if it's still on actually but cash pad yeah where you watch it highly recommend it um I want to don't quote me on this but I want to say it's actually like on CNN or um some very unsuspecting channel. The reason we got into it was because I'm actually, I'm admittedly a big fan of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Okay. Okay. So actually one of the old contestants and her fiance, who are the main people in the show. Yeah. And so they actually invest and work with short-term rental property owners And they go in on projects to kind of renovate the properties to get them to where they need to be Uh or want to be. Uh And I just really got so much inspiration from the work that they do. And they really, I felt like did a 
fantastic job of really explaining the whole picture of what I was talking about earlier with creating this image Mm -hmm. that really represents the entire property and it's reflected everywhere for both the online place as well as what people are going to stay at in person. Yeah. So anyway, the reason I break that up is because the vending machine idea, depending on the feel of the home or how you decorate it and the way you present it, it really could actually be this really fun, unique thing that people end up wanting to check out. Totally. And that, you know, again, they pick you out of the rest because they're like, I want to take home a souvenir or I want to check that cool thing out. They really did an awesome job adding those almost Instagram worthy photo ops at the properties um, to really just make it somewhere where people really were intrigued and usually it increased occupancy for the month. Mm -hmm. So that's just, why not? Yeah. I will definitely check that show out. There's another one on Netflix called instant hotel. Okay. And it's about people turning their space into a short-term rental. It's just fun to watch, you know? (laughs) I think I actually saw the preview recently, but I haven't watched an episode yet. So maybe I'll have You should definitely check it out. But seriously, enough about short-term rentals. Let's talk about Casa Bonita. Have you been to Casa Bonita? I have been once and it was probably within the first like few years of me living here. Uh-huh. And I was still in college. <laughs> so awesome. It was you fun. went to Johnson and Wales, right? That's correct. What do you remember about your trip? Did you go with a group? Yeah. So in college, I was a part of the Office of Admissions. So mm. when people would come in from out of town to visit the campus, oh. I would help kind of you know, facilitate all for different events and the tours and all of that. And one of the times where that happened, we took them to Casa Bonita for dinner. That is brilliant. Yes. <laughs> that must have been so memorable. Oh, yeah. It was not only, I mean, it was memorable for everyone that was in town, but like myself having never been and only heard of it. Yeah. It was so entertaining. It was nothing like what I expected. I actually didn't know what to expect. I um, was wondering, and this is something I'm probably going to end up asking everyone, but I heard that there used to be roving fire jugglers and they weren't there when I was there. (laughs) What is that anyway? Okay. This is what I'm visualizing. People walking around like a mariachi band, you know, but instead of a band, it's somebody and I'm imagining them juggling like bowling ball pens that are on fire. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) Apparently that got shut down by uh, the fire marshal of Lakewood, but I assume it was good while it lasted. (laughs) Yep, that sounds about right, I guess. I could expect that to happen, but I'm surprised (laughs) that was even a thing. That's impressive. They have all the things and they're closed right now because of COVID, just like a lot of places. And I really hope that they reopen because I'm doing this podcast now and I really want to go. Yeah, no kidding. I know. I literally, we used to live just near Sloan's Lake. So it wasn't too far from Casa Bonita. And my husband, I don't think has still ever been. He's just heard of it. Uh So maybe we'll have to when they reopen, we're going to have to make a field trip down yes. that way again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's been many years. 
Okay. I don't have Casa Bonita fun facts today, but I was thinking I could read a couple of Yelp reviews. Great. And you can tell me if you think these are like fair reviews. So this one's a five star. It's by MR. (laughs) E-M-R. It's not about the food. It's about the experience. Entering this place is like entering another world, like 1970s Disney, but on a budget and on LSD. (laughs) From the floor to the bathrooms, this labyrinthine place is full of wonderful, kitschy, odd things. The food was nothing to write about, but the show, with its amateurish flair, kept us entertained. I would go again and enjoy it all again. Wow, that's a phenomenal review. (laughs) I think that's a good review, you know? I would say that's a, yeah, pretty fair review. And it's very true. I mean, literally in all its wonder, it is true. I think that, you know, I do have a fear that I'm going to come off as like a snarky hipster, like making fun of Casa Bonita. And that's not the intention. Casa Bonita, it just like has such a legacy. Oh, yeah. No, it definitely does. Okay, I'll read one more and then we'll move on. Okay, great. Okay, so just to counteract the other one, this is by Ryan F., and it is a one-star review. And both of these reviews were written eight months ago, like right around January. So, I come to you with profound experience of this establishment, okay? I have attended this location once every seven years for the entirety of my life. Why, you may ask? Well, my family comes here for the nostalgia, Nostalgia that shouldn't exist because the building hasn't been updated in nearly 40 years. Oh, I feel like that's yeah. all we need to read. It's long. That's sad. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, he doesn't accuse them of human rights violations. Oh, no. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's referring to the food. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Oh. Poor, poor Casanita food. I mean, like the like the first review said, though, it's about the experience, not necessarily yeah. the food. It's entertainment. <laughs> that's what they're Eater- Oh, hey, that's that's <laughs> clever. I have not seen that at all. That's too funny. It's like fifty thousand square feet, which, according to my nerdy husband, is like the size of a grocery store. And I mean, they've been around for so long, like. There are a few things they're doing right, obviously. Yeah. Well, and it still blows my mind that when you walk in, like, to the entrance, it, for some reason, it's one of those things where you walk in and it's like a, I don't know, this, like, magic, like, Mary Poppins going into her suitcase. It just keeps going and becomes this humongous place and it doesn't look like that at all from the outside no and to me it's like this magic trick that happens when you walk in and you're just like how is this even like possible (laughs) like to to have all that you have in this space like it's crazy yes it's like Hermione's bag yeah there you go yeah exactly well I should probably wrap it up here because I've got my family members pounding down my door here (laughs) (laughs) okay no problem this has been wonderful thank thank you so much for your time I know it was a big commitment and I really appreciate it I think it's going to be really good so thank you again thank you for having me I really enjoyed this and so fun to visit with you yeah definitely and I'll see you in a couple of weeks yay thank you so much 
Talk to you soon. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> Have a good night. You too. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to find Stephanie online, just go to blankcanvasorganizing.com. That's blankcanvasorganizing.com. Thanks for joining me this week on the Casa Bonita podcast. If you liked this show, you might like working with me and my colleagues at Bluebird Real Estate Group, a top-ranked, totally independent, locally owned boutique real estate brokerage serving the greater Denver and Boulder areas. We always love talking shop, especially if you're thinking about buying or selling a home yourself. You can find us online at bluebirddenver.com or call our office at 720-989-1362. Need help finding a great agent to work with somewhere else? Drop us a line. We'll interview agents for you and even negotiate a contribution towards your closing costs. We look forward to hearing from you. This episode was recorded and edited by me. Music is by Diala. You can follow the Casa Bonita podcast on Facebook by the same name and on Twitter and Instagram handle at Casa Bonita pod. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episodes when they're available. And if you really want to give this show a boost, give us a positive review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. Thanks. You're awesome.